Hello everyone, and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 25. In this episode, I will be interviewing Anne Sheehan. She is an IFBB pro. She's competed in 23 shows. She's an elite raw powerlifter, elite FTS athlete, and a coach. She coaches all types of athletes from bodybuilding to strength training to football players. So this is a really unique uh, podcast, you know, another strong woman like Laura Phelps, but has also done the bodybuilding just like she is too, you know, and as a coach, so a lot of great things, and hoping that she's going to be coming to my seminar on December 6th, I'm very excited, so I hope you guys enjoy, let's get clean. Can you hear me now? Yep. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Yep. How you doing? Good, how are you? Just finished training, actually. Oh, okay, I just got, I just got back from work, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I work um, at home. Oh, I hope. So is everything online? No. Well, no, but I do online coaching too. Right. But um, I also do one-on-ones. I um, accidentally built a home gym <laughs> literally two weeks before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was just, I just started to get pieces of equipment. Like it was just like, what are you doing with that? Nothing going to throw it away sort of a thing. And I was flopping it. <laughs> I'll stick it in my garage, you know? Mm. So I literally just cleaned out my garage. I had a platform and then I found a cage and then it was like, uh, COVID was coming. So I've been working out of my, out of my, out of my house, out of my garage, my one car garage gym. Oh, wow. Do you, do you have any specialty equipment? I have all of it. Well, not, I mean, I have all the, I have a lot of bars. I have a band bell bar. I have a yoke bar. I have, a duffalo bar. I have say uh camber. I just picked up my camber bar. Oh, right, that's what you were saying. You were saying. Yeah, that. yeah. Yesterday, which is um, I got a really good deal on. So uh, and then what other bars? I have a lead FTS power bar. Yeah, but that's all I've really been using. Is oh, I also have the American camber bar. Do you have a hyper? No, I don't have a hyper, but I still do them. I just do them banded. I make stuff up all the time. You have a GH a GHD? Uh, you mean a GHR? No, you know the one that you can do the Nordic curls on? I have the band. Or not the band, I'm sorry, like the strap, uh, the spud strap that you can loop onto your bench. Mm-hmm. I have one of those. So you it, so well that's more like a glute ham raise, but but right. you, know, you stick your feet in there and then you know <laughs> then the, Make, yeah. makeshift <laughs> yeah but it works I mean I don't have I didn't up until recently I didn't have a pulley system but I did get the uh, spud pulley system and I'll the honest, one that's attached to the squat rack yeah but I honestly don't really use it that much I still oh, really? I love bands <laughs> I did my whole bodybuilding prep with bands and then I just got a landmine attachment uh, which i love because you it stays put with a plate so you can literally i could put it in the in the driveway if i want to do you uh you guys are in florida right yeah i'm in south florida so is stuff closed is that why you decided just to stay in and not at a gym at first um yeah to tell you the truth the gym see that was like the thing too the gym that i that i'm at mm-hmm. uh is the best equipped gym in palm beach county Okay. Um, I mean, and, and I haven't been there now in eight months. 
Um, wow. and, and now I understand we have, I mean, we have 12, 12 platforms, eight cages. Now we have a monolift. We have GHR. We have a pendulum hyper. We have, we have everything. ATP? We no, have belt squat. belt squat. We have everything. Everything. We have vertical leg press. Um, Inverse curl? I think we do. I think so. And then all the machines, which I don't use machines anyway. So, um, but uh, very rarely would I, even when I was there, I rarely use machines. And most of the time they'd be taken. So I'd, <laughs> so I'd be like, just give me a cage and my band. <laughs> and I did. I walked around with a bag full of bands. Mm. And the, the my client's progress since we've been here, because it's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's tremendous. I, I've got a one woman. She's sixty years old. She just started lifting three years ago, and she's deadlifting one hundred and fifty-five pounds. Oh wow! You know she's not competing, right? Yeah. I got another. But that's gonna keep her healthy. And lift yeah. Her all the time. Oh, I mean, she was a mess. She, one arm was uh, almost two inches bigger than the other. She, we're all, I mean, by by forty something, we're all our C six five, five, six, and seven are. Um, you know, it's usually narrowing or some kind of stenosis. So I, almost everybody that I meet, I have to untwist, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Teams anyway. And again, that's where bands come in handy. So, you know, but yeah, so just in doing corrective prehab exercise, prehab or rehab exercises, and then she gets, you know, max squat and then a dynamic squat. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and I alternate squats and deadlifts usually. Right. So if we go heavy on squat, we're going to go light on deadlift. If we go heavy on deadlift, we're going to go light on squat. And then we always, right. well, I might supplement bench. I might take a bench out and do overhead press. Do you do dumbbell work with her? Like uh, dumbbell instead of the bench sometimes? Too? I don't have dumbbells. Oh, right. That's it. <laughs> I don't have dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start. Introduce yourself so everybody, everybody knows who you are. All right. So my name is Ann Sheehan. Um, I've been, I'm a pro female bodybuilder. I have BB Pro. It took me a long time to get there. Um, I've been competing with that. I just did my 23rd show. Oh, wow. And I'm, and I did, I've been doing, I, I did very well my first year of powerlifting. And then other girls, so for my age, I'm doing really well in the open. Um, girls are getting stronger, faster, which I think is really cool. Um, so in the open, I've slid pretty far down. But um, for my age, I'm still. My goal is to be the strongest old lady in Florida. I think I'm <laughs> so far. I'm doing pretty decent at it. Um, but I love powerlifting, and that's where my future is um, for sure. Um, there's a platform for everybody, and I love the community and. It's mm-hmm. been the best thing that's ever happened to my bodybuilding career, for sure. So, Was getting into powerlifting at the same time? Uh, getting into powerlifting, period. I mean, I had um, developmental issues that I was stuck on for, you know, decades <laughs> that um, came up from, from doing, from, you know, and, and, and let, me, let me, I have to go back a bit because I've done a lot of different kinds of training. For body- yeah, please. Yeah, go go in depth. Yeah, for for bodybuilding. Anyway, I right. did, and my introduction to powerlifting, because um, that'll kind of segue into conjugate, um, was I was working with John Meadows. I worked with John Meadows for okay, uh, yeah. for about six years, and when we shortly after we first met, we had a very successful 
um, first two years. And then um, he invited me to come up and train with him. And I stayed at his house. And he said, we're going to go see a couple of my friends. First, we're going to go see my friend Dave. And he was talking about Elite FTS. I had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't care. I really didn't. So the first time I met Dave, I was on, I was at the compound and I, I, I walked in and I was like, I thought we were going to a gym. <laughs> There's no air. It was freezing. <laughs> I mean, it was freezing. There's nobody, there nobody in there, right? So I'm like, where the hell are we? It took forever to get to. I don't know if you've ever been to the compound. I haven't, no. Or either of them. Because the one, the one now is, is way further out in the middle of nowhere. So it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a very beautiful area, but it is, I mean, like country. And it's an hour away from the airport of Columbus. So it's an hour nowhere. So they took us forever to get there. And then, you know, Dave is super cankankerous. He comes up and we kind of look at each other like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) 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 And he proceeded to try to break me. (laughs) And he did. And and he, he, he introduced me this way to the team. And he couldn't. And I didn't know he was trying to break me. I was just like, finally, somebody's ready to train. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't know that I was a power lifter. And he was like, do you know that you're strong? Do you know that you're a power lifter? And I was like, no, I'm not. That used to make me mad. Right. It did. And I, and I think, and I, and I like to think of, and I think, I think hard about that now. Cause why, why would that make me mad? Right. Um, so anyway, um, so that, that was my introduction to Dave and elite FTS. And I think I bought a couple of things. And then um, I showed up at a gym where one of the trainers saw that I had Elite FTS stuff. And and um, he's you might know of him. He doesn't do conjugate, but his name's Adam Miller. And he's been pretty successful as both um, an athlete and a coach down here. I think he's actually in Colorado now. But, um, but anyway, um, so then he was also like, you know, powerlifting, powerlifting. So then I started to kind of warm up more to the idea, but I hadn't turned pro yet in bodybuilding. And of course I was under the assumption as many people believe uh, the misconception that if you train for powerlifting, you will ruin yourself somehow for bodybuilding. And I can't, I was way more square and not symmetrical before powerlifting than I was since I've been doing powerlifting training. Wow. Absolutely. But unfortunately, I did not start with conjugate. I mm. went, I hired, um, I enlisted um, the closest powerlifting coach that lived near me. It, um, he took all of the bodybuilding away. It was all powerlifting stuff. Um, I looking at it now after going to, you know, seminar after seminar and extensively reading and, and reeducating myself. When I look back at the programs that he was giving me and I stayed with him for two years, um, I have no idea what the hell he was doing or why. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I heard there's no science to it. When something, and, and this is something that I discussed with Jan Blakely, if something's really convoluted, it's probably because it's bullshit. Mm. So I, I, I chalked it up to that. Because what ended up happening was over the course of those two years, I got weaker. 
Oh well, that, yeah. <laughs> that don't make me. You switched to the power Somehow you got weaker. Yeah. Does, oh well. Oh, because all your muscles started to go away because you're doing yeah. linear. I'm guessing, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so my first, base went away. My first meet, I didn't even know what the cues were. I hadn't. I've never lifted like that. I hadn't squatted, deadlifted, or benched in about two years. My first meet, um, I learned my cues. Four weeks later, I did the first meet, and I broke three world records. Oh, wow. And then got weaker. And So right after that meet, I'm, I qualified for the tribute. So this was my first year. I did the tribute. My first year competing in powerlifting, I qualified for the tribute. So, wow. And then after that, I kept getting weaker and hurt. Because I was also not doing anything to, you know, I wasn't working my stabilizers. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, there was no band work at all. I didn't learn, I didn't learn about band work until I met Nate. Um, and he introduced me to Dick Hartzell's stuff. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that, that he's, you know, he'll tell you over and over in his video, Dick Hartzell, I'm, I'm a hundred years old. And I can still put my <laughs> leg around my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it works, you know. Yeah, it does. It's amazing. Um, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie's always putting up a new video that I add to like a saved thing on my Instagram for like all mobility. Oh, stuff absolutely. From, with the bands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the the tempering too. Oh, I do tempering almost every day now. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky. I I really I need to either make one or or buy one because I use medicine balls. It's, it's worth it. Not the same. It is worth it. It is. I, have you seen the forged one? Which is that one? Which is that one? I think it's just like an affiliate of Donnie's. I don't think it's actually one of Donnie's. Is okay. It's not Kabuki's, the loadable one, because I have that at my gym. No, but how is that? You like that? Oh my! So, so me and my client, one of my clients, we kind of do it where I'll roll him out, then he'll roll me out, and we. So we're both like two two ten. And we use we loaded up to 143, and that's pretty heavy. Like it gets good into our back, our hamstring, mm. our calves, and then like for the hamstring because it's still not enough weight, we'll just single leg it. So we'll just move one leg out, and we sit, we lay on the Thompson fat pad on the ground, mm -hmm. so you're elevated. And man, that thing, like if your back is set, like especially after doing like a lot of hypers, if you just max out on deads and stuff, and then you get on that, like. Whatever was in a spasm, whatever it goes away. And the calves, oh, oh beautiful, yeah, beautiful. Oh, anything, my calves. You just, I mean, anything. You could literally just like anything, anything. <laughs> my calves are always a hot mess. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. I, uh, I think the ex-wife is actually one hundred and thirty-five pounds. So that sounds. Is so it? that sounds like you know a pretty standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, but the loadable one goes up to uh, 300 or 250. Oh, my God. Yeah, so for the big boys, like, the yeah, if you got a, a, lineman, a lineman, you need 200. Yeah. So my, like, that's why that thing is so dope. Yeah, my husband's a big guy, and he had uh, he was diagnosed with a herniated disc, and oh, I really? pushed that sucker back in. <clears throat> you pushed I it back swear in? To God. Like in Batman? Well, I did. I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> We have an external vertebrae. He lost. He had lost his upper pack, his inner oh, wow. tricep. It, like, what does he do? What type of training does he do? It was just he. He's he's done a couple of bodybuilding show show. So he mm -hmm. basically was doing like bodybuilding training. He trains with yeah. me. When I when I start getting like really into 
actually he's been he's actually been pretty good lately he's been just kind of following along but like if i if i'm doing one rep maxes you, you know it, we're doing one exercise one rep for three hours so eventually he's just like i don't want to do this anymore you know <laughs> but that's that's what i mean that's just what we have to do because if you're going for for a max you can't do anything else you're maxed <laughs> i don't if i when i when i bench deadlift or squat if i'm going for a real one rep max there's no way in hell i'm doing anything else I'm not. Do, will you break it up and like do it later that night like the accessories the, either later that night yes or another day like today we did our leg accessories from squat day which was like three days ago oh wow how long is your rest time for your max? Three to six minutes minimum. But right, that's, yeah, but yeah. I haven't, you know, I haven't gone near a hundred percent yet on squat and I won't do that at home. I'll, I need to find like whether I take a ride to Joe Jordan's, which is three hours to Orlando, or I have some people I trust in Tampa. To spot. That's, to spot, that's yeah. my biggest, that's my only conflict really in here. Cause you need to spot, you start going, you know, you, you really need two spotters. You need somebody on each side. Right. So, um, you don't have the safety, uh, straps. I, you ever thought about getting those? Yeah. I know. Um, well, how much are you squatting? My goal is 520. What type of rack do you have? I have the three by three, the elite FTS, like home gym rack, but I have the ghost pegs. Which are mm-hmm. really nice, but um, I think you know. I think for max work, that's when it, that's when like the whole team thing. Yeah, you also. I mean, I just need I need people to around me that that yeah. that want to see me do it. You know what I mean? It's um, you yeah, know yeah. that push that, that push. and that's something. That, so you get twenty thirty pounds right there, and yes. that's uh, that's when your max is going to be your max when you're by yourself. So it depending on the day, the music ain't gonna. No, that's right. Yeah. And it's also like you know what? I'm taking these people's time. I'm gonna make the. I'm. I'm not gonna waste it. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure I get this. If I piss all over the floor, I, you know. And and you know, <laughs> the people I go to to Tampa. I'm an older woman too. I've had you know. I've got kids and stuff. So uh, they they bring over, they bring over the white bucket. They don't even. They don't even bat an eye. They don't. They're <laughs> like Jesus. Jesus. She's. It's just the way it is. They're, they're like all of them. They're like we're all getting sprayed. We do not care. She is gonna get this lift. You know, I need that. Need that. Yeah. But I don't need it all the time, honestly. So yeah, I'm. I feel very fortunate that I have a couple of people that I can reach out to. Just give me a spot. Which um, which which do you like more, uh, powerlifting or powerlifting? Power? why the people the people is it the personalities is it the the testosterone in the room like what what is it like because i have my ideas but i'm not as big into bodybuilding i just know how it is with powerlifting especially conjugate guys it's just like yeah i just feel like everybody's down to earth i don't know it's hard to describe it but i when i'm around these bozos that don't use conjugate <laughs> oh, you, know, you know what i mean it's like the toughest dudes but like the most humble people too at the if same I time told you, 
And that's like such if a I great told, If I drop the name, I mean, we'll do it. We'll do it all. I'll see you. If I drop the name of who it was, you would be like, oh, okay. And, and actually, Dave, I, don't know, I won't use the word that Dave used, but he was like, that you're done with. Like, and, and he was like, and you're not hiring another coach. You're going to do this yourself. He was mm. hell bent. You're doing, you're doing your own programming. Don't let me find out that you hired somebody else. After 20 years of bodybuilding, you can't tell me that you don't know more. And I took uh, the seminar. I went up to learn how to, how to train. Or what was it called? Yeah, I think that's what it was called, um, which was phenomenal. And, and it opened up with Nate. So I got to – and then I read Conjugate You, and I started – and Nate is so available. So um, – and then – and then I started asking Dave questions, questions that he knew that I had done my research first. And he invited me up. Right. He was like, hey, you want to come up for the weekend? I got to train with him one-on-one. And then he pulled me into a classroom. And we just <laughs> hashed out everything conjugate. I don't even know how many hours we were in there. I, w- I tapped out. I was like, I, I, was like, I can't do <laughs> My brain is, I have hydrocephalus. Like, <laughs> I couldn't learn anymore, but I learned, I learned so much and, and it's really, it's, it's science-based. It's, it's including, yep. it means to, it means to combine. So I didn't have to yes. let go of everything that I knew worked in bodybuilding. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I, I could include, I could keep what works and throw out the rest. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and it's just, it, it makes programming so much easier and it makes a lot of sense. So then as my bodybuilding prep was coming along, um, I just simply pulled out my maxes when it got to the point where it was just not smart to do. Um, I did, you asked before if I had done threes and fives. I did do some, I did do uh, fives for tempo. But what I did was I, I kept it at 50% of my projected maxes. So my projected maxes were all about 20% of my actual maxes. So that came out to about 65%, which is where hypertrophy happens. According to the pun, uh, to uh, Prolepin's chart. You're familiar with um, Prolepin. Yep. No, I read, read uh, Science and Sports Training. I'm reading Super Training right. now and listening to, like, every million video that Louis talks All right. about. <laughs> okay. he, you know, he quotes it a million uh, yes. times. Yes, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> that, that simple little chart is what did it. Because hmm. I, I, I brought the percent. So, so, when, so I, as long as I stayed between 60 and 70%, my muscles grew and and so then I just because I just did a show um the end of October was my was my third show so I have I'm not even a month out yet from being on stage I lost 60 pounds during that prep and just hit a hundred percent on pin press yeah yeah the so for yeah. people also that say that that speed work doesn't work they're wrong. They're <laughs> wrong because that's what I did. And I mean, as far as like the pump, the cardio, like 
you know, and and then and then that range as far as the percentage was concerned, of course it worked. You know, I mean, I and I and I don't know if you, if you saw, but the last meet I did, I I I, I weighed it. I, it was a one eighty one, and I had to like cut yeah. a little bit of water to make it. So I was I, I was at like two ten when I started. So it was like a mushy soft, like it wasn't a two ten. <laughs> And I had lost body parts doing the powerlifting training. So I had to rebuild all that back. And I did do right. speed work and band work. And in your speed work, you were, you were doing like fives at the fire or were you doing like the 12 doubles? I would do um, either 10 doubles or uh, seven sets of three. And then I like to throw the AMRAP at the end. The last set, I always do an AMRAP. But... Once um the speed goes, because I, I realize that's the point of the. Uh, right. Once speed goes, then you know that it's as many reps as possible with speed. If the speed goes, then I cut it. Okay, I don't want to train myself to move it slow. And then after that, are you doing accessories yes. for, like eights and tens? Yeah, like usually, that? yeah, sometimes okay. more hundred. Um. So you always felt like you would do the heavier work so you would build a, a higher level of strength so then your bodybuilding, like your, your your hypertrophy numbers, you could do heavier weight and in turn grow more muscle because your strength yeah. is going up. Right. That's always been my – because I haven't trained any bodybuilders, so I'm always thinking, I'm like, you know, how would you use conjugate? I'm like, would you still do the dynamic yeah. effort work and then basically just make the accessories higher reps than you yes. would with a power lifter? Except, um, so, uh, well, then I would not do a, then it's not a speed day. The days where I did dynamic work, so like I might do hat fields with like a five second con end, five second con uh, co-centric, like shit like that, where it's just, you know, you're shaking, everything is a mess. Um, if I'm using the right. band bell bar, I might do something like that because I want that, instability to happen because then I have to correct for it. So, you know, so, you know, and I don't even know where you would, but, but when I supplement that in, it would supplement the, the speed work. Um, right. And then I do. So then also when I do like the hypertrophy stuff or the accessories, whatever you want to call those things, I also will do on the last set. I'll, I'll do partials. I'll do ISO holds, one and a half. I like to do a lot of shit. I let I because I know when I'm shaking, that's my that's my brain, that's my computer telling my central nervous system to catch up. So I want to fail. I want to at least get to the point where I'm about to fail because that's when I know that I've tapped into my central nervous system, and 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 it worked. Um. Which has been more difficult for you to prepare for, bodybuilding, bodybuilding or powerlifting? Bodybuilding. Why is that? Because if you're really doing it, you know, the end of bodybuilding prep is not, it's not even safe. You know, um, hmm. and I did, I, I got, this is the leanest I had ever gotten. I haven't been under 100, I hadn't seen 145 pounds since 2005. I, yeah. Yeah. That's the last time I, I've been that light. Um, just getting getting that lean because, uh, you know, towards the end, especially, I did three shows. 
So I peaked three times and the peak in bodybuilding is a depletion and that depletion um, is really extreme. There are no, you know, the, you cut your carbs. First of all, you're probably already at that point, zero fat, and then you cut your carbs and then you're cutting your protein. I, I mean, the Wednesday before my last show, I had 400 calories and I put 10 miles in on soft sanded beach. So I did, cause I don't, I don't oh have any, I don't have any machines. So I started with hit cardio when I first took my maxes out and then towards the end, because I was in such a deficit, um, the only cardio I can manage doing was, was LISS, but I did it on the beach cause I don't have a machine. So yeah. So I did five miles. I would do five, um, five 18 minute miles. Oh, that doesn't sound like at fun. first it does right <laughs> you're on the beach you're in florida it's great but yeah no i thought i was gonna there's a few there's a there's a few days where i mean i had my phone with me and stuff and my husband would check in like where you like he kind of he knew my route but if i didn't answer back it was like all right like we you know <laughs> and there was a couple <laughs> of times where i was like i hope i make it back i hope i get like i hope i i hope i get through this you know <laughs> so, um, what have you seen in your training that was better using a conjugate program? Well, uh, for powerlifting, I guess for both. More probably more importantly in body. Well, I well I yeah, can tell you. For well, for one thing, um, my my one rep max came up a lot, especially when I trimmed all the fat. Um, when I when I when I focus on the lift itself. And I give it my maximum effort, that lift, and I don't, I don't fuck around with a lot of warm up. I don't, I, I, I leave it all at the bar, so there's nothing left to do afterwards. Um, that definitely, my, I mean, my one rep maxes came up. I had like a seventy pound increase in a year on my deadlift um close to that on my squat my bench i have a lot of um shoulder injuries and stuff like that so my bench was stuck at 245 i don't even know for how many years and then um 275 is my max now which i just did on the pin press so i really want to hit 300 pounds that's my i want 305 and five Yes. That would be that would be pretty incredible. Especially at the lower weight. If I could do that at this lower weight, that would be really cool. What are you weighing at now? Like one sixty seven. Mm. What's the Cut-off? what's the uh are you doing geared or uh classic raw, so I wear yeah, but I classic want to raw. I would really like to give a suit a try. I definitely see that see that as my future too. Because it'll say it's safer. So I talked. I right. talked to um, Jeff Gull- um, Guller a lot, and um, there's a couple of other girls that I know that. Have you talked to Laura? No. No. I... You gotta talk to. You gotta talk Who's to Laura. Where, where are they? 
Laura, the you know, you know, oh, you gotta know her. Oh, Laura, yeah, from, uh, yeah. She, I actually yeah, took yeah, one of her yeah. online seminars not that long ago, and she has a meet coming okay, up okay. in April. Yeah, the women's only, right? Oh, I think no, she's one got. In it, it, I don't. I don't she think she's announced one. it yet, but I think there's like a a pro am oh. or something that she's in Cincinnati. Um, that I'm thinking about. Will it be women and men's? Because I know the women's only is. The I think it's December. women and men. Oh well, I hey, I would like to because I'm gonna do my first Paralympic one in December, and I'm thinking of doing like a you know a trial meet because I need to like get used to it. And I was thinking about somewhere like it's either yeah. like spring or summer, and it'd be awesome to go up there because I probably would just then go to Westside and all the yeah. I've never been to Westside been yet, either. So. I know. Oh I'm afraid God, if I yeah. go. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid if I go, I won't leave. <laughs> Louis yes. will be like, come put this Yeah, And then he's going to see that I'm crazy, and he's going to like it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go, oh, I can get it. I get a real record of this. <laughs> this one. That's what Dave saw. Dave was like, this chick's nuts. I like it. Let's put her on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i think i would i can't even imagine actually it's funny my husband um he grew up in toledo and uh he mm-hmm. worked at the gym where she started yeah it was a powerhouse really? in toledo i think dave started in toledo too yeah i feel like he, he does i gave him one. something he does yeah he does yeah there you go yeah <laughs> Um, so when you're doing bodybuilding, do you still do max effort or do you just I kept do the max in effort? as long as I could. And, and then it was like two rep max, you know, two until, until like, the energy yeah, was, just, like when you were starting I, to then cut I just felt head. like it wasn't safe. And I mean, and the other thing too, is if right, I'm right. going over 70 to 75%, why am I doing it at that point? Right, right, right. Right. Just exactly. do dynamic. At that point, well. I really just need to get my muscles to grow back because, and I did, I had to grow into my, into my bodybuilding prep because I had lost a lot. Like once, I mean, from deadlifts, you know, there's always one, one lat and one bicep that get developed better from the, from the mixed grip. And so yeah. there was, I had, I, I had yeah. a lot to fix. So, which, which I, which I gained a lot of knowledge from because I'm not going to take that out of my training now, you know, so I'll probably actually even do a fifth supplemental day. But I also, I, I, I changed the schedule. I had to change the schedule for me too, um, which I, I, I think, yeah, I, and, and you'll hear Louis say this a lot and, and uh, that the harder that you train, the longer you have to rest. So, yes. um, I definitely have noticed that I have to push off max work probably longer than like, I, I don't do the typical four day schedule. One, one, I'll never get all my work mm. in if it's only four days. Well, yeah. Cause you gotta, you gotta tax each of those body parts. Whereas the power loops trying to do right. But I think that they fall short too, honestly. I mean, if you're... that's why Louis says the, the, he tries to get his guys to get eight to 10 workouts like he did. And they don't want to do it because the yes. powerlifters are usually lazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it keeps you leaner, you know, and, and, and it's right. like, um, yeah. I mean, as far as like, 
So, so the supplemental work, the stuff that I have to make sure I, I have to make sure I get my pull-ups in, I have to make sure I get my upper back shit in. I got to make sure I get my shoulder stuff in because that stuff, your traps, you use that in every lift. I mean, right. I, yeah. I mean, my yeah. bench was the one that I've noticed the, the most with by bringing my back up. That's what Thompson told yep. me. Upper wow. back every day, yeah. he said. Yep, and it's pull-ups, too. Who the fuck wants to do those? Nobody. Oh, I hate them, too. No, I hate pull-ups. I do, too. But, you know, or um, inverted pull-ups, you know, you put the ball. Yeah, they're brutal. Put a band over your lap and do it that way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It works, though. It does, I find I think it's better to do five days, but... What I do is I so I have my plan for five days, but it doesn't necessarily happen in one week. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you don't go uh, Sunday? No, not no, not necessarily. I might go like Monday to Wednesday, Monday to Thursday. I might have to take an extra day of rest, and if I do, I if I need it, I take it. And I usually do some kind of active recovery anyway. I do yoga, and I still I'm still doing. The beach cardio, but not five miles. And not at all five miles. <laughs> and not nearly that fast. Um, how many accessories would you do after the main lift when you were doing more of a bodybuilding instead of the powerlifting? Like when you weren't doing as much. So that's a really good question. Up. And what, what I what I think of when I'm building a program for bodybuilding is I literally picture the poses. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I go through the pose. What what po- what mm-hmm. what muscles need to be hit in that pose? And for that particular person, which muscles need more development than others? So because uh, okay. symmetry is a big part of it, and symmetry is not. I mean, it, it is. Um, first of all, I don't I don't look at bodybuilding really as a sport. I look at it as an art. Um, and it's pageant. Mm-hmm. It, it is <laughs> so um and but but powerlifting it requires skill <clears throat> so i look at powerlifting more like a sport but um as far as like accessories go even i i still analyze visually on a powerlifter because i still know that those muscles are lacking so i will yeah. not train front delts on someone if they're overdeveloped, you know what I mean? We don't about incline on them for a while. Right, let's, yeah. You know, maybe their their back is weak. So let's work on, you know, wide grip, you know, for a while, something like that. Um, so, so that's usually, I still visually choose the, choose the bodybuilding um, lifts usually, unless the, Unless if like I can also see in a power and and I, even my bodybuilders, I still want them to do a one rep max so that I can base their percentages off of that. And cause I, right now, would you only do that in the beginning, or would you like would you periodically, you know, every maybe yep. two three months retest that? Max, I will. Or would yeah, you just, especially if they yes. want to. Yeah, because they start itching for it, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, would you ever do waves doing your accessories first, then your 
than a main Definitely. lift when you're doing bodybuilding? And I body still building? do on speed days. Not all the time. But honestly, what starts to happen for me, as I start getting stronger on my one rep max, the speed work gets really easy and kind of boring. So I'll do all my accessories first mm-hmm. and then do the speed work to make it harder. What, how, like if you had to put a percentage on it, how much of a percentage would you say doing the backwards way of doing accessories first? I'll make your dynamic speed. I'll make that my last exercise. The the speed work. No, no, no. I'm saying like how often are you doing waves like that? Like is it like 60% of the time? It's usually um, in a powerlifting cycle um, as I'm, as I'm moving up with my one rep max. Because then everything just starts getting really strong. You know what I mean? And then uh, 50% feels like 25. And how was your training split when you were doing bodybuilding once you had social? Five. Like how many days? How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, so, okay. And what was the, so was it two up or two lower and then a small yep. workout that was combined oh, of oh, upper and lower? Like actually, how, it was, was kind of fit? like, okay, uh, okay. so it would be upper and lower. And then what I'll do, I so what the, the combined day was actually an arm day. But what I, what I start arms with is a bench, is a press and a row. Mm-hmm. So that arm day ended up being a secondary back and chest day also. And then I also will do push-ups or dips and pull-ups on that day. So, like, the last thing I might do is some band work. Or maybe I'll grab a couple plates and do what you would consider dumbbell work. Something like that. But, yeah, but it's usually, like, um, you know, but the press would be, like, a reverse press or a close grip press, floor press. The row is underhand grip. You know what I mean? Something like that. Or maybe a single single hand row. And then the pull. Um, no, I was just thinking of the pull-ups too. Oh, It'll probably be Sorry like an underhand grip. You know, something that would hit 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 um hit both back and biceps and then triceps and bench. Um, how often when you're doing a bodybuilding cycle would you do box every, squat for every leg session? I always do box every squats. Like I do box squats both? twice a week. Oh, oh. Every week, twice you a week. And week. well, I mean, for bodybuilding, I wouldn't do them twice a week. They would be, but I would alternate either wide box squat or a Hatfield box squat. But I, I, I swear by box squats. I do. I use a box on belt squat, which I finagled a belt squat out of my landmine press. And then um, I do <laughs> box squat on single. If I'm doing pistol squats, I squat to a box. So I, I, I swear by box squats. Box squats are what made my legs come back and better than ever. So Only do on you maxes. never do free squats? Because the boxes. Only on maxes. Okay, tell me that rotation. How do you work your rotation of free squats? If I'm going above 85%, if I'm wrapping my knees, odds are I'm not using a box. I'm using a spotter. If you're wrapping. Yeah, and honestly, that's the reason why, because the box gets in the way of the spotter. 
And I don't think we're really right. supposed to be using a box on one rep maxes. You wouldn't on a platform. So. Right. Um, for, for single joint work, how much were you using machines like cables or hammer strength versus RDLs and lunges? I use zero. ATP and stuff like that. When body zero work. machine. You said what? What, when I did you make that machine switch? person to begin with, but definitely, definitely not since oh, okay. I've been powerlifting. Why is that? I mean, I trained for two years at a CrossFit gym, and they didn't have any of that kind of equipment. I mean, I was where I was training other people, and even when I was training other, when I train other people, I don't use machines. Um, I'm I'm just not a machine person. I think they limit you. I think um, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> Maybe that has something to do with, you know, it does. It like aligns you. And I'm, I'm actually a really small person, believe it or not. I'm only five, two. Mm-hmm. So most of those, most of the, I don't, right. they don't fit me. So I, and I'm scooting my, I'm scooting my butt <laughs> trying to, you know, fit in it. So, it, so I, I don't, I, I'm not a machine person really. I, I mean, cables are kind of cool. But um, I'm fine with bands. Like, will you use even like I'll a use a band or cable row? I will. I'll use a single arm. I'll do. I'll <laughs> use a band and do it single arm. I mean, I have that pulley here, but um, I still, I really don't use it that you much. You said you barely use it now. No. Nope. <laughs> um, what were your? What have been your best numbers so far for? My deadlift, um, I got 485. My squat was 475. And my bench was 275. And then you're trying to get the bench at three least, and yeah. the other ones to five. If I put right? a suit on, it would be nice if I can get even more. Oh, no, I, I mean, no you get idea. the suit on. No, no, no. I'll right. definitely have to learn. Probably. That's why, like, that, there, I have um, yeah. at Orlando Barbell, <clears throat> Brian's, Brian Schwab's there. So I was hoping I could make it. Um, and Joe Jordan okay. offered. And um, there's there's a couple of people. I mean, they're they're all, I don't have anybody immediately near me at all. Yeah. South Florida, mm-hmm. Elite F- and the Elite FTS is not very present in South Florida either. Not really. I tried, and really? then the you know pandemic kind of hit. So actually, I was supposed to have um, the Antos. They were going to come stay at my house, and we were going to do a seminar at my gym. Literally, like it was like April fourth. <laughs> so I, it all got canceled from the because of the virus. So. I was really trying hard to bring, you know, um, but now I don't even go to the gym. So anything anybody sees is on online. Do you, uh, did you use bands and yeah. chains on main lift while bodybuilding? And how, what was like, how many chains would you use? For different lists, and what would you and what? How, what's the band I only have two chains in list? my garage, so I was limited there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a band bell, 
mm-hmm. bar. So usually, oftentimes, when I use <clears throat> chains, it's on that. So, and then I'll add bands and plates on, <clears throat> you know, onto that too. So I usually, you know, use it on a on a bar that's that's obviously really unstable anyway. The first time I used it, I almost went through my wall. <laughs> but um, so I mean, and then band wise, like I have a platform with band pegs, which is great. But I can only use it when my door is open, and right. it's hot. I can only use it when my garage door what? is open. Oh, because I can't get to the bands, the door. It's what? like you know, it's a really small space. So, and then I have rubber flooring in here, so right. the the platform kind of got pushed forward from the rubber flooring. So, I mean, I can band oh. up on the cage too. Um. So, but I like having the pegs. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, no, I I like I I like to use bands a lot. Uh, I probably use chains more than bands, but um, yeah. I, um, why is that? Just the setup in this garage, to tell you the truth. That's really it's just setting up is kind of a pain in the ass. But other well, than that, I think they're great. Um, what type different. of apps do you and, use? And a lot of people that aren't competitors, too. Um, and and I'm, not, I'm not really particular about that. My, the only thing I'm particular about is the level of effort, because I work really, really hard. And I want that from anybody that I work with. So, like, I'm not the kind of coach that's looking for a million clients. I want the right clients. I want the ones that I can be effective with, that we can, right. I can communicate with well and that we can um, get some really great results together. You know, I just, I, I feel like I'm the gardener. Like I just plant these little seeds and then I just watch them grow. You know, it's an, and I, and I, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's the most rewarding job in the world. I think it's, I love my job. I think I'm really lucky I get to do it. So it's just really important to me, like the kind of energy that I'm around. And so as, as long as they're putting in the effort, I know right. that the changes will come. And and it's really remarkable. So so I don't I, you know bodybuilding. Um, I sometimes kids that play football. Um, people kind of like come in and come out. Um, my my one on ones are generally. Um, I know I do have some young people too. So I, it's all over the place. It is. It's all over the place. <laughs> um. Why do you fly out? I fly. That was um, about that. That's that's actually not a common occurrence with an online coach. Um, this was this this woman's mm-hmm. first show. She's about to turn fifty. She had uh. had recently had all kinds of surgeries and stuff like that. And um, I'm doing her personal. I'm doing her training program, and my my teammate and slash mm-hmm. uh, prep coach. Uh, Justin Harris is doing her nutrition. So I also kind of went as a favor, you know, to, just to like keep an eye on his, on his client too. So just, just to help her out at her first show, it was not, it's not something that, that usually happens unless if for some reason somebody wants to, you know, have you there, but that was really just to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what supplements do you use for bodybuilding um, versus powerlifting? Well, 
that's a big difference actually because for powerlifting um <clears throat> i guess it's not i guess it's not really that that well i mean some of this some of this would have to be off the record obviously so uh you don't need anti-estrogens in powerlifting however with that said i think it's very important to stay in um to to keep an eye on things because estrogen can cause a lot of problems and it can make you weak it makes you fat and weak so um what's that wow yeah so you don't want I said, high wow. estrogen no, levels either I'm so just, i do get sorry. blood work done um and i work with a obgyn who also does hormone replacement so um as far as hormone replacement my testosterone is actually low so i do have a prescription for that and i highly recommend all women to get all people to get their hormones checked especially as they get older and you know that you know things shift and change and drop and raise and all this other stuff so um but with that said i don't use anti-estrogens for powerlifting um, I also don't have an estrogen problem per se, but in bodybuilding, a, a woman really can't have any estrogen floating around because she'll retain fat. So if you're trying, you know, if a female's trying to get to a body fat percentage wow. that's under double digits, um, you know, that's in the single digits, there's a good chance that she's squashed her estrogen. Absolutely, yeah. That's why they lose. That's why we lose our period. Oh, really? Wow. Well, and that's why we look. That, that's why you look older. Oh. when you're dieted down, you know, because then hmm. it affects your skin, affects your hair, affects, affects a lot of different things. Also thyroid, you know, fat burning things, you know, it's just not something that we typically worry about too much in power, in the powerlifting world. So powerlifting, basically my, uh, you know, as far as right. super supplements are concerned, um, they're, mo they're monitored by a doctor. Um, bodybuilding things change because I need to get, my body in two levels that are not necessarily safe and no doctor would prescribe that. Um, right. Is that another reason why healthier. you like maybe competing in power? It's healthier. The, right. Right. It's, it's emotional. It's mentally healthier too. Now when you, right. It is. It's it, nice it, to be it, strong to be and be able to eat, right? And to be around other people <laughs> that, that, that cardio, get hope out of watching that cardio and bodybuilding, it's very much the opposite. You know, you're yes, yes. It's very toxic. It's very toxic. toxic. It's right? subjective. It's yeah. you know, you could definitely try your hardest and be the best and just not place. Uh, right, yeah. right. I've, Is there uh, a little yeah. bit of politics I mean, in it too, when it comes to the judging? Yeah, I don't like that. See, I I'm I play basketball, so I know about the politics. So when I was like, what am I going to do? As my second sport yeah. now, and it's like, yeah, yeah oh, it sounds sure. a lot more. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. They're not they're you lift the weight, you lift the weight. Some it. calls <laughs> and then not turn their backs on others because there's three of them there, and they're gonna call each other out if they start doing that shit. I mean, I, I love. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think powerlifting right. is great. You know, I, I did a meet in um, Battle of the Bay. And at the end of the meet, you know, and it's like ten dollars to get in something like that. You know, to go to a bodybuilding show. Prejudging is like 75. Mm. The night show is around 150. Yeah. And at the end of the meet, Jeez. he was like, you know, I don't know if you know who our chairman is for USPA. It's 
Rich Pika. Really funny. Well, most powerlifters are old cantankerous men. Anyway, are funny. And he was like, okay, everybody grab a plate, grab a chair, let's go. And the whole audience got up <laughs> and helped. <laughs> we did. We put it away together. Nice. We work together. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. And we're stronger together. We do things together. I like the community. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. And it's definitely healthier, both physically, even with all those crushing pounds. It's still healthier than <laughs> taking four, taking in 400 calories and trying to run. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not oh, doing no, that. I'm not how much that was you feel. Like, you have to go to, like, this place of illusion in your mind. Well, that must help you with powerlifting, though, right? Being able to overcome. I could. That's yeah, the reason why I would never even think about body. It's the diet part. Because I, I would enjoy, like, getting, like, pretty big and, you know, having all the abs and stuff. But to do that, I got to eat and not. Because I come from an athletic background. Yeah, so I'm used to, yeah. like, doing so much. And I got to eat a lot. Now you're going to tell me I know. at a certain point I'm going to have, like, no yeah. food. Oh, no. It's torture. And be doing Stairmaster? It no, it's torture. It, I'm good. <laughs> it is. Well, and I and I was in it. I was Much respect, but no. the last the last <laughs> leg of it. So an atrophy. I don't know if you've ever gone there with your body. It doesn't sound like you have because you got to starve. Um, it, so that's basically your muscles are liquefying. Excuse me. It's very painful. Oof. And that's what happens to people I, when oh, they was get hurt. Perfect. So you're doing that on. Well, it was purpose, at that point. It was I was I happen. was willing to let that go, in order to just I just wanted all the fat sucked off me. I had striated glutes. I had striations on striations. I had striations in my face that I had to get fillers in. Yeah, but I did it. Oh my god! And and the best part of it is the journey to get there, and that's <laughs> something that you have to remember. And I didn't learn that as an athlete. Until I found powerlifting too, because the the, the you know and, and it was always there for me. But I but I I just I became a better athlete. I think when I became a coach, I think that's another thing that happened. Also, you got to you got to stick to the plan. You got to trust the process, and getting there is yeah. fun because mm-hmm. then you're there. You know what I mean? And you and you didn't disappoint yourself, and you did all the work. And, and, and that's where all the magic happens. It's, it's, it's going in training when you don't want to. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, as an athlete, you know, it's going to practice on when your friends are hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, what sort of diet would you follow when you're bodybuilding and what sort of diet um, do you follow? When I was powerless, powerless? so... Basically, the one thing that I always do, whether whether either either or as I drink, I do a gallon a day. And in that gallon, there's like six scoops of BCAA, EAA. And yeah, and um, six scoops. And I yeah, and I basically just refill my jug with ice all day long. So it probably comes out to like two gallons. But I do BCAA, EAA and electrolytes all day long. So I am constantly in an anabolic state. 
Now, is that something that like yeah. anybody should be doing? Or if is you're it, like, trying to build muscle yes. and not lose any, yeah, it's a good idea, especially. Well, you're not going to gain fat from. What doing if I'm that. just trying to lose fat though? What about that? I mean, there might be like five grams of protein total, okay. and that's calories, but you're not going to gain fat from that. And the last... well, I'm slowly trying to lose weight. Like I'm, because right now I'm two eighteen. I want to compete in the one ninety eight in the next December well, yeah. meet. So like, I got time, but I'm just wondering. I'm just thinking. The like, only weight, how much should you? Be but the only weight you're going to get water, is water, and, like how big you should be, and that you can drop in. In a couple of hours, right, you can drop right, that. Right. I've lost twenty four pounds in twenty four hours. Oh, uh, that, that was. That what are you was, doing? The, yeah. the sauna the <laughs> with sauna a plastic bag on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know what? Actually, that was the last time that I had seen um, forty five pounds. It was, but I didn't have to do that for this. This this was just brute. Like it was, I fought it off. Yeah, but no, I would do that. I would definitely do that, especially around your training. You want you want those electrolytes. You want it. You want uh, a muscle's made up of seventy percent water. If you don't keep it hydrated, it's going to go away. Right. And if you can't get to your meal, right. And we don't really know what that window is because each person's different. We don't know if you digest 20 protein in an hour right. or if it takes you three hours. You know what I mean? Or if at hour two, you're, maybe your metabolism is fast, you really need to be eaten every two hours. If you are getting a constant flow of BCAA, and which, is, which automatically digests, then you're safe. Right? But what about like like, see, I barely drink a gallon and well, I'm peeing all day. Part of that what, might be that you're flushing out all of your electrolytes. What you do? So if you replace your electrolytes, maybe it'll stick a little better. Right. Uh, so so what yeah. should I do? Maybe take a lot of those uh, That's what I do. The I get tabs, the should I just get the powder? And, I, and, and the, I'm doing my scoops and then I do my, my powder and... Yep, my routine all day long, and then I and I like ice, so I'm always feeling. Ice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm a oh yeah, yeah, I gotta keep. I got the cold. air. I can't do that. How's eighty-five degrees here? <laughs> it's hot. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what do you do for recovery, and is it any different? I roll on lacrosse balls. I am a lacrosse ball fanatic, and I do a lot of banded stretching stuff, and I do yoga. Mm. Mm. Um, how important, important are reverse hypers for bodybuilding? I think they're and 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 different sagittal planes too. I think side to side and then reverse also for abs. Um, and I do abs every workout. I'm like an ab fanatic. I do barbell rollouts. Hanging toe touches, my abs are wildly strong. Three sets before every training session. I do it before and I don't bother on You do before or do you do stage. after? Or... Always before. It's a warm up. I want Always my before. core. And then I do RPR drills too, but they only take right. two minutes.
Um, what's your sets and reps and hypers are usually well. Hypers sometimes I'll do a banded them. hyper hold for time. So it's either max time um, mm -hmm. to failure plus partials plus an ISO hold, or um, but it's usually pretty high. I I usually just say like a hundred reps. Yeah, take a break when you need to, or try to get them all in. Hundred reps if total. You can. But I also I often will add a band to hypers. Right. Mm. Probably. How many days a week would you use it? Lower days. Mm. Uh, no. Well, you said you don't really use an inverse curl, do you? When you were at the gym, okay. Would you you would you use that? If you were bodybuilding, I know you would use it if you're powerlifting. But um, would you use it for a bodybuilding? I'm trying to think of. I'm, I'm wondering if I'm thinking of the right machine. The inverse curl is the one with the pad that's on so your chest, and you can do the Nordic curl, but you can low so weight on the side, so you can eventually get to being able to do a Nordic curl. No, so so like your your feet are hooked in from behind. Your knees are on a pad, and then there's a pad at your chest, so you rock going all the way down, and then you curl yourself for the hamstrings and the glutes, and then you curl uh -oh. yourself back up to the top, and then you can load plates on the side, and then the goal is to eventually take off all the plates, then okay. just take the pad, yeah, and I, eventually I, be able to weight against your chest. Like that. No, we don't even have anything like that. Oh, okay, okay. If you go to, um, shoot, I mean, you could go to my page because I have my clients do it, but that thing is like, yeah, you do yeah, you, your hamstring will cramp up. That's how hard, hard it is. But I, for strength, I, I, I just know how great it is because it's like the best way to get your hamstrings brutally strong. But I'm just wondering, as a bodybuilder, would you use it for like higher reps? Because like you really can isolate the hamstring in that. Is it is it open chain or closed? I guess it would be open chain rather than like a. a like almost uh, like the opposite okay. effect of a lying leg curl now that you'd be using. Uh, I, so I would so it would just, just be working work in a different that. way. I just wonder if a bodybuilder would use it. So it would probably be like fives mm. and then slow and then or, and then like one halves and then really light weight. You know what I mean? It sounds like. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that thing like something will kill like your hamstring. And if you pretty, go slow, yeah. Pretty torturous on its own. <laughs> um, what variations do you do for oh the gosh, squat, deadlift, so and bench? <laughs> right. Oh, what, let's say, yeah. give me your favorite ones, because we know conjugate. All right, so for bench, I would say... Give me your, um, your go-to ones. Pin press and uh, to the chest. What heights? And then um, that, I think that really is a great strength builder. Um, as far as like muscle builder, uh, either incline or floor press. And I really love the Camber American Bar. You know, the one where, where you can bring it down really far. I love that. And you can, you know, vary the grip. And then I do vary. Yes. 
The football Wait, bar is, is the one, one where you can bring it You're all the way down. You're talking about the football? The, the one with the multi-grips? So that you can low, come bring it down all the way. No, it's Elite FTS. So we call it the American bar. Is that the Kabuki one? So, but Kabuki has know. the same one, like the same type of concept. Because it, it's not flat like the normal. Because Elite FTS makes their flat football bench. Their flat football bar, and then you're just talking about the one that gives you more depth because it goes the the the, the, the are, close it comes ones to like do. a rounder, like it, a bow. They, they call it Cambridge, but yeah, right. I mean, I I think I think Kabuki's is oh, okay. curved. Yeah, this one it's it's like bent. It's bent up yeah, on his the two curved. middle close grips. Right. Um, and then for squat, I right, I usually right. do Hatfield or. Um, low wide box, and um, I also love Bulgarian split squats and pistol squats. Usually banded pistol squats. Um, and then for deadlift, I usually just do conventional deadlift to tell you the truth. But I also. If I'm doing a back focus workout, then I'll do I'll do them rack or cage, and I love Reeves deadlifts for development. Hmm. Reeves, yeah, that's like an ultra wide grip where if you can, Reeves? you actually grab the bar, you grab the bar at the plate, so you would grab each plate. Yes. It was also oh, like a snatch after grip. Reeves, where he, he actually grabbed the, he grabbed it Who by the um by the plate. Yeah, which is very humbling. Yeah. Oh, very humbling. Because you got to get real low to do it, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, um, yeah, but they're phenomenal for development. So, but even snatch grip, I think, is great for a block. And then, um, and then I usually do conventional or stiff leg. And I do stiff legs every hamstring workout. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for uh, sure. Where good mornings Standing in your good bodybuilding? Mornings, pin good mornings, seated good mornings. I usually what, use the yoke bar for, for, for good mornings or the band bell bar. If I want to create instability. Me too. Okay. I want to do and a new last thing early what are your spring plans? Um, at a lower body weight and hopefully hit that 1200 or 1300. And then um, do the first bodybuilding show that I can try to qualify for the Olympia. I'm a pro, uh, but oh, so, so you um, haven't qualified to qualify for the Olympia. You have to win a pro show, mm-hmm. one or two, a couple times. There's like a point yeah, place system where you one. can place three, three times, four, four one or times. Two. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like real. It's hard. How many is there? Like, is it is does every show have their own like show? There, there so, are like, different. There, there are different do opportunities like, how does it, to do it, how but does that you work? still have to kind of win. And um, so the Olympia is now in December, right? So the shows get harder uh, because mm-hmm. the better girls are will kind of like hold off and wait. So that's the other reason why I want to compete earlier. 
because mm-hmm. usually they're not quite as competitive as the ones later in the season. So I did later ones this season. I was really pleased. I, I did better than I thought I would. So that's the other reason why I'm going to go back again. You know, once once I'm out of the top five, then I know it's done. Seriously. I mean, I five out of 18, I got to try again. <laughs> so I can't believe we had 18. Female bodybuilding is right. booming right now. It would be foolish for me not to. So, would so are you going to compete in powerlifting yeah. in the spring? I did four. I did four meets last year and three shows, like in the summer. Or, yeah, yeah. Because Jesus. I believe I know that to be the best at either, you need both. It's a lot of competition, and I want to be the best at both. Hmm. So I need I need both at a higher level. One sixty-five, and then what and weight I've class in powerlifting will you compete at? Raw classic, yeah. So I've done one ninety-eight raw, raw classic, and I've done one eighty-one. So this will be my third weight class. And what what do you get in yes. the raw classic? It's just knee sleeves, yes. and wrist wraps, and a belt. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's all I have yeah, for you. <laughs> this is really, really great. And uh, um, I haven't booked you, my flights uh, yet, but I have a right lot of credits. I know, I know. I have a lot of credits, so I think I can do it. No. And I was also going to go to the <laughs> Olympia in Vegas, and I just canceled okay. that trip. I might. You're in Atlanta, right? I might actually even just drive. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where how far Paul it's because actually, I used to live in Tampa. Is so it really? I know it's like ten hours from Tampa. Yeah, because I used to live there, and I when we lived. So I'm like from New York, but like when we used to live down here, I have family in Tampa, so like it we would go back and forth from here. Like, yeah, it was about which I would hours. think like would be further than, than Tampa, but it only says eight from here. Right. No. That's not that's not bad. And then you could and come. And then you train on Sunday too. You, you could come like Friday, come work out. I well Sunday we're gonna have the thing. So prop because well I, I don't know because I have one of my clients. He has a big trial for basketball Saturday, and that'll be from like nine to one. It's in Atlanta. So and our gym closed at three, but of course I have a key. So I'm trying to decide. Like what I want to see is all the coaches that are coming. Like when people want to train. Cause if it's like everybody wants to train maybe Friday and then Saturday, right. so maybe I'll just do it after going to his competition on Saturday. Um, I'm just trying to see because Sunday we may all be tired from. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You sitting do, you down kind of like in a warp hours sort of, gonna be, that's you know? when I went to so, Swiss, I swear my brain was hurting. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, maybe if I, the people who want to train, like, Come Friday, right. work out Friday, we work out Saturday, and then just relax on Sunday. Um, but keep it open to hey, yeah, to yeah, train, yeah. Go I ahead got and train, you. but <laughs> we may be dead. Oh wow! And I'm trying to get yeah, it's barbecue. True, game, it's so true. People are gonna have the ice. Yeah, we know we we're, <laughs> and, and then the eating the eating floodgates are on for me. So, oh my gosh, I th- I put 25 pounds on already. 
<laughs> I know. I got two Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah, it is going to be like, coming yes. off Thanksgiving, too. So, oof. Yes, sure. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, I'll keep you posted on my travel arrangements and stuff like that. And I need to, uh, well, I, I think I have your address. Of course. Because I yeah. also want to um, look around for a hotel, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch because, like, we're, like, really, like, literally just outside the city. So, you have, like, every – there's, like, hotels that I think are nearby just outside. And then there's a whole bunch here. Yeah, you know, you got the Sheraton and the Hollywood yeah. Seats. I mean, oh, you've no. got the Rich Carlton if you want to ball out. But, so, oh, yeah, they got I everything, pick stuff up, so. I put it down. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they got everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the anniversary time. All right. Also. It sounds good. Not for the All right. I'll do some homework and I'll keep you posted. December, <laughs> December 4th, right? Six. All right, right. Okay, all right. Okay, so Friday. That would be six, Friday. Okay, six. so it'll be a Sunday. All right, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you soon. All right, yeah. thanks. All right, all right. Well, that's all she wrote for this episode. The fat lady has sung. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all got some insights on how conjugate can be applied to bodybuilding, just like it can be applied to all things, because it's all about adaptability. And you just keeping an open mind and realizing that it's the only way you should be training your athletes. Okay, okay. <laughs> and as always, you can you guys can find me on Instagram. The name is K A L I L underscore S H E R R O D. That's Khalil Sherrod. If you like this episode and like the podcast, make sure to favorite it. Make sure to like it. Make sure to share it. Make sure to leave a good review. You know, if it's bad, I guess you know. Leave that too, but please don't. Please don't. And uh, if you have any questions for me, if you're interested in training, you can send it to my uh, email. That's Khalil at the rack apc.com, or you can DM me if you have any questions, or if you're a coach that would like to be on the podcast, if you're a conjugate coach that would uh, want to come, that's interested in coming to the seminar, just let me know. And uh, stay tuned on my page for the next episode coming out. Remember. Stay clean. Peace.